0: And so we're in this Advent series. If you guys didn't know anything about Advent, all it is, it's a big fancy word to just say uh, this hopeful expectance of a Savior coming to earth. And so for the last three weeks now, we've been talking about, well, why? Why, is, why, should, we be, why should we have hope in that? What is he bringing? Well, it says that he's going to be a Prince of Peace, but what does that even mean? It says that, that he's going to be known for his love, but how do I even feel that? And, and today I, w- I want to talk about the last of the four topics, the, the last of the, if you grew up in kind of the traditions, the last of the four candles of Advent, and that's joy. The, I, it's a perfect one, I, I believe, for, for what we're going to do. And uh, we got some amazing kids. Uh, we got a few of my my own running around. We actually got a gift for them. Pastor Natalie, would you be able to help me out? Um, kids, you doing awesome already. Um, I got another gift for you guys. So kids, 1 to 14, could I have you come up one more time? Pastor Natalie's got another gift for you guys. Come on, kiddos. We got Elijah. We got beautiful Josue. While they're doing that, uh, I feel like a kid. Um, I I went and bought new pants this week, and uh, apparently I have to go to kid sizes because I had to go get my pants hemmed um, because... uh, And the guy was the tailor, I was working with him, and he goes, well, how high do you want them? And I was like, oh, just about this. And he goes, you want to take four inches off the pants? And I was like, yeah, buddy, Um, quit judging me. I'm short. Um, I I tell people, if you look at my family, um, we look like a tall person just got shrunk, like just squeezed down so uh, you can carry us around, I guess, like luggage. For those parents who haven't seen or those who don't have kids, what we just handed out was an ornament. And uh, kids, here's something I want you to do. I want you to pull that out. I want you to decorate that ornament because you're going to help me preach today. You're going to help me bring in a point. And uh, if you guys don't like it, again, it's going to be the kid's fault. Uh, And so, uh, so some of my perfectionist kids out there, don't worry about making it perfect. Have fun with it. Because I just got a little bit before we do this. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to decorate these two trees that we have. Hi, Ryan. How you doing, brother? Come on. It's actually on this topic of trees and ornaments. I want to title today's message, Oh, Christmas Tree. Oh, Christmas Tree. Hey, let me one more time for you guys. God, I thank you for today's message. I thank you for the joy that comes with your son and uh, the word that we get to have as we're all here together. God, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Everyone say 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Okay. You're going to hold me to that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do this. I promise I can do this. And, uh, (laughs) I don't know my people who come to dwell. You're like, really? Yeah, we're going to do it. I believe in 10 minutes, I, I got a message on joy. That's going to lift your spirit today. Uh, I believe that if you guys are ready to tune in as much as you can, if you're ready, Take some pictures of the screens and when I say something good, if you're with me, um, I, I just want you to give me like a, mm, okay, yeah, amen. Like preach it, white boy. Like whatever you got to do, let me know that you're with me here today. Uh, I, have you, has anybody ever just set up an empty Christmas tree for the holidays? Okay, good. All right, we're not in a room of psychopaths because here's the thing. If I came into your house on like December 15th and there was no ornaments, no lights or anything on your tree, I'm walking out because I don't want to be on the news. And because uh, that's just dangerous. If somebody, if somebody took the time to bring a tree from the outside to the inside and then didn't do anything with it, I'm like, I, what's, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? Like, I, I got questions for you. Hey, here's why I bring this up. I believe what we decorate shows what we appreciate. I think in the Christmas season, I think in this, there's no mistaking why we decorate trees. When Pastor Natalie and I, when we first got married, um, we uh, we were two months into marriage and we were having our first Christmas. And uh, pa- Pastor Natalie, she didn't grow up in like a like a Christmas home. And, and so Christmas didn't really have like a, a whole like a lot of meaning to it. And, and I love Christmas. I'm a gift giver. Um, and if you guys were holding on to your gifts, because um, I didn't get them pre-service, you can give it to me after. Um, and uh, cash is fine. I'll put up my Venmo and uh, it'll be good. I love gifts. It, it's, it is the way to show me love. And uh, thank God I have my mom as my mom because it's the way she shows love. And so it is, it's it's good in, in our home. And uh, I, when we were setting up our Christmas tree, we wanted to make our first Christmas tree something memorable. And so I remember we, we went shopping, we did this. And I don't know what we were thinking. Like looking back now, not a good decision, but we decorated our tree with ornaments, right? They were red, great, gold, okay, and brown. Okay, the laugh is appropriate. Like, and if you got brown ornaments, I'm sorry. Um, but it just, it doesn't, you don't even know they're on the tree. Like, like they just don't, they're, they blend in. Okay, Brad, brown ornaments on a tree that already has brown. It's like putting green ornaments on it with no lights. Or just an empty tree? I don't know what we were thinking, but we did have one specific ornament. It was from Breckenridge, Colorado, where we spent our honeymoon. And my wife, who has the foresight uh, to, to think of these things while we were walking around shopping, we stopped in the store. It was this glass blown hand painted where they had to like put the paintbrush on the inside of the ornament to paint it. And so, and it says Breckenridge, Colorado. And it really wasn't until we put that ornament on the tree that this became our tree. The next year, we had a kid, and he was three months old at the time, and we wanted to give him an ornament that was representative of him and the year that we spent with him, and so we got an ornament, and then as he got older, the next year, we put another ornament on. As we had more kids, they got ornaments, and so if you go into our house right now, and you look at our tree, it's covered in what we value. If I can pose something to you guys, it's covered in the thing that brings us joy. Now, listen, my kids don't always make me happy, right? Come on. Some of my parents in here, you know, we got a wall in our living room that's got crayon all over it. Okay. I'm not always happy, but man, they bring me joy. Uh, I, I want us to remember this. I want us to think about this because what we decorate, what we put around our lives, what we show other people is what we value. And I don't want you guys decorating yourself with something that doesn't bring you joy. But I got an important question, I think on this Christmas season is this, what is bringing you joy this year? If I were to ask you to decorate a Christmas tree, fill it up, would you be able to fill a tree up with your joy this year? I don't know about you guys. 2023 was a rough year for me. There was a lot of things trying to steal my joy, to try to take that away from me. And I want to encourage anyone that was like me with a word. Because I believe where life may have left you empty and may have looked like you had a bear tree, I believe in a Jesus that doesn't want to leave you with that. He wants to give you some joy this season. So if you guys are with me, I want to open up to a story in Matthew chapter 2. What we see is three magi uh, in the story. Some of you maybe heard of like three kings. We have no, it never says that they're kings, by the way. Um, That was just a really nice song. Um, And uh, that doesn't really work out with this. But uh, what a magi was, it was just a, it was a person who studied astronomy, essentially. They they looked up into the sky and for their culture, it was an Eastern culture, it would tell them how they were going to live life, Uh, both in that they told stories based off the stars that they saw, but then they would also go, hey, what season of life are we in and what's going to happen next? And so it was important that these magi were in their culture because they were the farmer's almanac of their people. They helped know what was going to happen. And there's this really interesting thing that we we, we just kind of jump right into the middle of this Magi story. We, we don't know, we, we have no reason to believe like that they believed in a savior. We know they're not Jewish at least. We, there's no prophecy in the Bible about them. But for some reason, Matthew wants to point these three Magi out in a very specific time. And, and it says that one of them, looked up in the sky and when he normally was able to pinpoint what thing like where the stars were and what's going to happen this time he saw something different and if you're someone who studies the stars and you see something different that's cause for alarm that's cause for you to bring some other people around and go hey i don't know what that is do you, did you see this yesterday? I, I'm, I'm just on my shift. Did you see what's happening here? In Matthew chapter 2, I think they have the appropriate response that I want to turn us to when they see this type of stuff. When they see something that they're not used to, but they think it might be good. It's, it's simply this. Matthew chapter 2, verse 10. When they saw the star, they were filled with what? Joy. Joy. Man, I I, I want to help you today. You're sitting in a room with people who are just like you. I think it's easy to look at people who are up on stage, who maybe play beautiful music or, or hold a microphone and go, well, of course they have joy of course because he's smiling. He's doing this stuff. Man, I'm, I'm with you. When I was writing this message, I was trying to account for my year and And if I can be honest with you, I I had trouble filling out my tree with ornaments. And that might be just my perspective or could be the reality, but that was what was happening. And I was challenged, hopefully in the same way that I can challenge you today, that people who didn't know who Jesus was, when they saw something different, they saw the potential of something new, It brought them joy. And we got a new year coming. We got a Savior who did come. And I I think we could wait till January 1st, or we can just say December 23, 23rd, 2023. We could just decide that today was the day. That some pastor in a basement in downtown Omaha said, hey, something new is possible. And you could choose to live like the rest of the year and go, eh, maybe. Or you you could do what these magi did. You see, I love the picture of Natalie and I when we decorated our tree, we wanted people when they interacted with us to see our children. We wanted them to see what our life looked like. I think God does the same thing. You see, he literally rearranges the universe to have a light, a star shine brighter than the rest of this. If you guys think about the magnitude of this decision right here, that in the same way that you would tell people what you value, God does the same thing to all of the heavens. He would rearrange a universe to show you joy. I like this. I like that idea. It's more romantic. It's better than just a distant God. It's better than a guy, a white dude with a white beard, sitting in a cloud, judging me. But I like this idea of a God who saw that things were difficult and he decided he was going to do something about it. You see, when the Magi see the star, it brings them joy and they go. Joy will make you move. Some of you, you're wondering why things feel stale. Things just kind of in this holiday, it just kind of breeze by. Has anybody been like, geez, it's already Christmas? I said that this morning. <laughs> like, it's already? Man, I, when you got joy, it makes you move, makes you do stuff. Uh, and I wonder, as I wrap up this message here, I wonder if the Magi never looked up to the heavens. If they never looked up and saw the star, we wouldn't read their story, sure. But Jesus still would have come. But they would have missed it. He still would have been here. the And they just wouldn't have been a part of the story. In Matthew 2.11, we see that they are, though. It reads like this. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed and worshipped him. These are pagan people from a distant land, and they see something. Then they opened up their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, of frankincense, and myrrh. And, and church, I think we spend way too long on what the gifts were and not the fact that they brought gifts. That they knew something special was out in front of them. They knew that there was something that was going to bring them joy. And if it brought them joy now, they want to make sure that it knows because I need joy later. I need this again. I, whatever feeling you have in the Christmas season, maybe you're listening to the message. And again, that cynical side of you is like, eh, let me challenge that. There's a savior. Whatever you're going through, he wants to save you. He wants to help you. He wants to bring you out of darkness into a place of light.